What's up, everybody? This is Healing Intentions, and I'm your host, Dr. Adrian Mamedi. This podcast is about natural health and wellness, mental health, cannabis, psychedelics, philosophy, and spirituality. Today, my guest is Dr. Evan Johnson. Dr. Evan Johnson is an author, public speaker, founder, and CEO, warrior of human consciousness, and child of light. He has dedicated his life to optimal health and what is possible for the human mind, body, and spirit. He has lived a life of trauma and freedom that provides an interesting mix for his mission on earth. From being a two-sport college athlete, a nomad, and standing on stages in front of thousands of people, Dr. Evan provides a unique experience of life and optimal health. At one point in time, Dr. Evan was homeless, broke, alone, and working through a lot of ancestral trauma in the southernmost part of Hawaii. At that moment, he decided to make a change and do everything he possibly could to create heaven on earth while showing the world how to embody the utopian concepts of life. Now he is a futurist, social activist, and visionary who is here to help the world rewrite what is possible from the inside out. From interdimensional healing, exotic stories of traveling the planet, and a vision for the future, Dr. Evan will help you find new ways of thinking, greater levels of feeling, and higher states of being. Dr. Evans' work is an inspiration on the forefront of healthcare, epigenetics, the humanitarian movement, and self-development. He provides an abstract and scientific view of the inner world of life and how it relates to the outer world of life. Let's get started. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Healing Intentions. Uh, this is your host, Dr. Adrian Mamedi, and today I have a really special guest, uh, Dr. Evan Johnson. Welcome. Hey, Dr. Adrian and his incredible audience. Uh, it's nice to meet you guys and connect with you all on here. I'm super grateful to be here and, and excited to chat. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm uh, really excited to have you on. Uh, we, we recently connected at your awesome event that you put on here in San Diego, the Catalyst event. And it was a really awesome day that you had organized and it was, you know, really impressive. And, you know, we just instantly connected and had a lot in common. And so I said, hey, man, come on our podcast. We have a lot of cool topics to talk about. And uh, so here we are. Yeah, man, you know, when when people gather in spaces like that, there's there's got to be just so much alignment, you know, between everybody in, in all aspects of life. Um, and yeah, I felt your presence and, and just feeling what you're about. It feels good to be here. And I know we can talk about some cool stuff. And that was a fun day. huh? Yeah, it really was, man. Yeah, it started out with that cacao ceremony, which I've never been a part of and some some yoga and some you know breath work and some ecstatic dance which i've never done so you showed me a lot of cool experiences so i'm grateful for that and uh met a lot of amazing people and you know just uh really excited for what's to come and what we can uh, potentially create together as well yeah man you know that's one reason i i left uh like traditional healthcare is is to create environments and 
and spaces like that where people can discover that they are the medicine and and they can you know dive inwards and do the work to to heal and and to feel and, and reach higher states of love and you know the cacao is definitely one uh, beautiful plant um, when it's ingested in a very sacred and, and intentional way that really opens the heart space and um, yeah throughout the day it was just incredible to see people like opening up more to who they are and and connecting with other people that are there to express and, and be themselves as well and um, you know enjoy all the different types of, of medicine of of utopian medicine that that we had there that day breath work and yoga and and sound healing and ecstatic dance which you know dance is one of my biggest medicines um so yeah it was cool to just witness all those people and, and see them and hear them and them you know doing the work and, and not really relying on anything outside of themselves you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah that's that is the medicine as you said it's you know having people realize that they are their own self-healers and we have it all within ourselves and and we're just uh holding space for them while they do that so beautiful job with that and uh so I want to start by kind of going back to kind of tell me your story, like what, what is the traditional, what was that traditional healthcare, you know, world like for you? And kind of what did you come from, if you don't mind starting from back then? Yeah, yeah. So I got my bachelor's degree in psychology, and I had a minor in philosophy. Um, I was a two sport athlete in college, I played basketball and lacrosse for all four years, um, had an excellent career. And how it was always around health and wellness, um, you know, really started to recognize like how well I could play, you know, when I felt good. And so my trainers did a good job of that, you know, educating me on nutrition and, and diet and stretching. And, you know, I started to take ice baths like when I was in in college, you know, before I had even ever heard of like Wim Hof and, you know, all these modern day leaders who are, who are pioneering that space. And so. Yeah, I was always around health and wellness and, and I was always curious, you know, to like discover more. And it's actually really funny how, how it all worked out. I, I remember um, just expressing to my family, you know, some of my desires and some of my needs and my wants around like a career and like what I would want to do after uh, I got my bachelor's degree. <clears throat> and I remember going to this chiropractic school and, and sitting at this big seminar where they were teaching us about the school. And, and you know, it was like a prospective student mm -hmm. kind of day. And I remember like, uh, like just working like so hard the day before because I was an athlete at that time and, and crushing some workouts even that morning. And I remember falling asleep during the seminar and my mom like nudged me and she was like, hey, you know, like wake up, like you might want to go to school here and I'm like oh like what like okay like let me listen let me really tune in to like you know what's coming through and, and like what is happening around me and so I really started to dive into chiropractic and um, I had multiple like magical healing stories around chiropractic I broke my tailbone my sacrum um, when I was in eighth grade wow. and didn't heal right you know I was I was really messed up like mentally emotionally physically for sure at that point in time I'm sure there was like you know a spiritual aspect to it but I was so young you know uh, and and I went to the chiropractor after and, and just had incredible healing experience and 
you know, I know that it wasn't really like the chiropractor that was doing it, um, but he was facilitating that process of rapid reorganization in my mind, in my body, you know, in my spirit for me to heal and, and for me to take the necessary steps. Um, and so I was like, okay, maybe this chiropractic thing is, is right for me. And I applied to the school, um, got accepted, uh, you know, dove into the teachings and, and just a lot of the philosophy behind chiropractic about the innate intelligence, you know, that's inside of us, mm-hmm. you know, the body heals itself. It's always doing the right thing at the right time, you know, right. And it doesn't need any help. It just needs no interference. Right. And so, you know, I was really beginning my self-development journey at that time and, and really learning, Oh, wow. Like when I keep a clear system, like, you know, my life is clear and, and like, these are the beautiful reflections that I can see, like when I do the work. Right. And so after chiropractic school, I graduated, um, opened my own practice, uh, with about $6 in my pocket. And, and I practiced for about, uh, I would say six months, six to eight months, um, was just on the grind uh, at the beginning. I remember like sleeping in my car, like eating trail mix and fruit, like really being like, I don't know what I'm doing. I know that I'm here to like, you know, make a massive positive impact and like serve big. And after a few months, um, yeah, it's interesting that you, you brought up that thing earlier, you know, before we hopped on this call about, uh, your new business with, with cannabis and, and psychedelics and, mm-hmm. and really creating that space for people and, and with the Kangen water. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I really started to dive into that as well, you know, from what I was listening to from, you know, thought leaders like Aubrey Marcus and Paul Jack and Dr. Joe Dispenza, you know, all the people that, that have paved this way for us, you know, to have this conversation. Yep. Um, and I was like, man, you know, there's gotta be so much more out there than, than just chiropractic. And, and so I was going through a lot of like emotional uh, turmoil during the state of the world, you know, that was in chaos over the last year and a half. And I was like, you know, what's the best life I can imagine for myself? And like, you know, who do I need to be to like create that life? And so I left uh, healthcare and, and uh, I just went on this like self-discovery journey. And in the process, I started to write, I wrote about 195,000 words and so I have three books now on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Uh, I started to create online courses, um, you know, take myself to environments um, that allowed me to express at the highest level and then really push this vision. And yeah, I've, I've traveled, you know, first one in my family to really get a passport and travel outside the United States. Uh, I was in Tulum, Mexico, Guatemala, which is a, a beautiful place. Uh, that's where I met my partner who I'm with today. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I started to do speaking, you know, public speaking. And now, you know, it's really my mission to just travel the world and, and speak on stages and, and just show up and give my highest expression and like the topics that I love and and really push the vision and, and, and be a voice and an image uh, like for the topics that matter. And so I think, you know, that's how we got connected because I wanted to throw that event and, and just bring people together, you know, where they can express and, and be the medicine. Um, and so, yeah, that's my story. And like, you know, here we are today. And, and I'm not sure what we're going to talk about today, but I'm sure it'll be some sweet stuff. And I'm sure your audience is going to get a lot of value out of it. So yeah, man. Wow. What a what an interesting story. And no coincidences, man, because honestly, I feel like you're about a year or a year and a half ahead of where I'm going. <laughs> it's like it's no coincidence that we met because like I have a lot of similar stories in in, in my past of 
you know, is this the, what I should be doing? You know, like I never really planned on like one-on-one patient care like that much. That was never really my plan even to begin with. And, you know, when I think about it, it doesn't excite me as much, but all of these other things excite me a lot, you know, like writing my book and planning different retreats and doing different products and, you know, doing different things like pushing the boundaries in these different, you know, industries that are coming out. And so it's, it's just pretty, pretty awesome that we're connected and you're here. So I'm, I'm grateful. And uh, yeah, so talk about your, your book, you said you mentioned, you know, wake up, is that the inspiration of the title of your book, wake up? Yeah, the title of my first book was wake up the future of healthcare, bridging science, spirituality, and what it means to be fully human. And so in that book, I, I dive a lot into, you know, the concepts of epigenetics and quantum physics and human consciousness and just give my best reflection um, on those topics, you know, based on personal experience and, you know, based on, like I said, you know, the thought leaders that have really like paved the way, you know, in these fields. Um, And I also tie into it uh, like, you know, a very grounded explanation of of inner child work and, and like conscious communication and, and boundaries and, and consent and like what those things really mean as like a society as a whole and like how does that affect like uh, cultural issues like racism and gender inequality and and you know the 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 hormones and 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 the chemicals that are injected in our foods and and right. so I, the book is pretty much like a, my my greatest explanation on like you know what ancient philosophers have always known and and what I believe like the future of healthcare looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Can't wait to read it uh, because that sounds exactly what a lot of people need to, I, I, I'm, you know, going to help. I'm glad you're on here so I can help promote that because that's, I feel like everybody needs to read a book like that. The more people that get that knowledge, the better, you know, because my vision is really about, educating and empowering people and raising their level of consciousness so that they realize they are their own self healers. And it sounds like you're doing exactly that. So uh, kudos. <laughs> um, awesome, man. I saw on your website, also, you talk about decentralized healthcare. Now that's an interesting topic. Um, <laughs> you know, because I'm also very passionate about the whole blockchain cryptocurrency movement that's happening. My background is in finance. And so Mm -hmm. I really understand at a deep level that, you know, innovating the way we do money has never has never been innovated before in human history. So it's a really, really big deal. And Mm -hmm. the implications of that are just vast. And so how do you talk about decentralized healthcare? What does that mean to you? Yeah, man, I can definitely say this is one of my favorite topics to talk about uh, because it's so open and it's so new and, and really it's like the entire, I, I feel like since I don't know a lot about blockchain technology, I feel like for me, my perspective of that space is it's an entirely like visionary space right. and, and it's, and it's constantly changing and reorganizing day by day. It's, it's never been created before and people yeah. are building the, these platforms and, and these systems to like hold like blockchain technology, like right now, you know? So we're constantly like, like, like pushing those boundaries of of what's possible um, as a collective with, with blockchain technology. And, you know, I have a little bit of money in crypto and, and 
it's super fun for me because I've never, you know, been in investments before. Um, but it's fun to learn more about it. And I think I pride myself in being, you know, a visionary. So I'm like, okay, how does this tie into healthcare? Um, and this is, I'll, I'll attempt to get my most clear, like, like reflection on this, you know, for you and, and for your audience and, and for me too. So maybe we could imagine for our, like for a second that there is um, this, this app. Okay. And everyone in the world has access to this app and this app has the ability to track their heart rate variability which is shown to be one of the most powerful health and wellness factors known to man. Mm -hmm. Um, It has the ability to track like their states of consciousness, their brain and heart coherence, their autonomic nervous system. Uh, They can track their food, their diet, everything inside this app. And the systems that are running this app are behind the scenes, uh, blockchain um, what, what is it called when a mining blockchain crypto mining? Mm-hmm. Uh, so behind the scenes, the systems that are running this healthcare app are crypto mines that are essentially uh, linked up to blockchain technology and cryptocurrency, and they're constantly making money, constantly, just by hooking up to electricity. And that electricity is hooked up to free energy systems of solar power, wind power. Uh, geothermal energy. Um, And so basically the sun and the earth and the wind and the water, the elements that are given to us, given to humanity, are powering these systems, these devices that are not only making money for humanity, but through the app, when people are showing that they're doing the work with breath work and yoga and meditation, and we can track this by uh, tracking their health and wellness factors, then they're getting paid more by showing that they're becoming more healthy. So decentralized healthcare and, and paid healthcare, I think, are synonymous um, in that sense because um, it's super easy. All the money is, is basically being given to us from the sun you know, and from the earth. And so on the grand scheme of things, it's like, that means people can do the work to become more healthy and receive an infinite amount of money in doing so because the earth is, is the one is the thing that's, that's powering all of it, you know? And so, um, yeah, I think that's like, you know, that's like just a vision I had, you know, I'm like, what if that was possible? And, and what if like people would, would just connect with this app and, and this app, you know, and these smartphones, which in my perspective are like a reflection of us, you know, in a way, mm-hmm. um, Right. It would track everything, and 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 the future of healthcare would 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 be less about going to, um, you know, a, a big like hospital or a big center to to discover like what is wrong with people. Um, it would be more so about doing the work every single day to to become healthier. So shifting that perspective from from fear to love, and and from from like uh, pain and dysfunction into hope and 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 allowing people to reorganize that through the work that they do and then get paid for it uh, wow yeah yeah that's amazing and shifting it from disease and sick care to health and wellness and and vitality and actually thriving you know it's not about like you know disease is not the absence or health is not the absence of disease right it's like we're really trying to go for like we're doing good 
but we're, we want to be excellent. We want to be thriving, vital, you know, and that's what would that system would reward people for doing. And yeah, wow. I think that's very doable. I think that will happen. And um, it's funny because I've had similar ideas of like, you know, if you look into the history of medicine, how the Rockefellers got involved and changed the entire medical education system with their money and power and influence and made it all about pharmaceutical synthetic medicine that they could patent. And, you know, they did that through all their money and power that they had back then. But it's like, well, how do we do that, you know, in our tribe and, and change the paradigm back to natural the way that it always was. And, you know, I think that I, the idea that I had was like having like, you know, I read this book, The Internet of Money by Andreas Antonopoulos. He's a big uh, crypto blockchain guy. Really mm -hmm. awesome book. So it's actually a series of three. And in there, he talks about like how many coins will there be in the future? Um, he's like, that's a silly question. He's like, that's that's like asking how many blogs will there be on the Internet? There's millions of different ones. So he's like, there's going to be a you coin and a me coin and a Justin Bieber coin and a nature coin and a whatever, you know, and if you believe in the project and what they are standing for, you invest in it. Yeah. And, and it just made me realize like, oh, well, we can have like our own, you know, nature or whatever coin. And anybody that believes in natural, holistic, you know, this paradigm would invest it in and that would help to build, you know, the whole our power and money and influence towards the right paradigm of, of healing, uh, you know, and getting that every, all that back to it. And with the research mm -hmm. and the money that's needed and whatever to, you know, get people's consciousness there. It's interesting. So once again, no coincidence that here we are connected to make these visions happen. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's so interesting. And I'm happy that, that you brought in that book. Um, I haven't read it, you know, but I'm, I'm sure I know what it's like to write a book and I know you're writing a, a book super mm -hmm. soon. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm excited to read that, you know, whenever, whenever you get that wrapped up uh, and, and, you know, for someone to write a book about something, it means, you know, one that they've done a lot of work you know, the writing process in itself is so healing uh, in order to find like coherence in, in, you know, 250 pages, like it's super healing process. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, and it really requires like the abolishment of like any type of ego and, and really being like, Hey, what is this like greater vision? And like, you know, if I was to die tomorrow, like I have to leave everything on these pages. Like that's the, like, that's the passion that comes out when you're writing. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I'm sure that person is doing great work. And I think I want to tie that into, uh, you know, another one of these thought leaders, Bruce Lipton. Um, mm -hmm. He has this book called The Biology of Belief. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's funny to think about, like, you know, how do we get people, like, as a collective to really feel into these concepts that they are the medicine and that, and that they can heal, you know. Um, and the biology of belief is it's real, you know, and, and in using those, those skills and those concepts of uh, teaching people that if they truly believe in something and, yep. and believe in their healing and they can catch a vision for it and they know what it's like and they know what it feels like to be healed, um, then it's just a matter of time, you know, until life will reflect that to them. Yep. Um, and so for me, it's, it's about, it's about like empowering people, um, almost at, at a subtle level uh, to, to remember that the power is, is within them and, and to discover for self uh, 
that they can do these things, you know, because, you know, the books and, and the yoga and everything, you know, it, it does so much. And, and when someone really starts to rely on, on the yoga and rely on the meditation, again, it, it's almost like missing the point. Like there, there's nothing that, that an individual needs um, outside of themselves. People are already whole. Like that is healing to me. Right, right. You know, people are already wealthy like to me that is 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 wealth and that is being rich and, and we're all connected you know to these same like primal forces of nature and we're not separate from it and and so it's just a matter of time you know depending on where people are in their path and you know i'm still discovering things every single day that that they realize this and as a collective it will you know it will reorganize into you know higher levels of existence like the human species has only done that since the beginning of time right you know whatever that is to certain people but um yeah it, it has to happen like it can be no other way and that's divine law and you know that's what what ancient philosophers have said and and that's what people are still saying today and so it's just like uh, about like keep pushing the vision and, and you know we're doing it right now by having this conversation and, and there's people all over the world who are doing it you know at greater levels or lesser levels and it's all fantastic yeah um, because in in the process of becoming you know it reminds other people that they can do it too yeah and, and then yeah and then together we rise you know when you look in the eyes of someone who who just gets it and and you know that wow they are doing the work and they're fully here and embodied in who they are mm -hmm. and there's nothing i can say to like to shake them when you look at someone and when you see that fire behind their eyes and they really have that you know and 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 it's only a matter of time until everyone is truly like like in that frequency and that vibration you know on the planet um, it's just yep. super tough and, and it takes healing. And, and so, you know, that's why we're here for ourselves and, and to remind other people as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, you know, as we've done that healing and gone deeper within ourselves, it's, you know, it's our duty, it's our responsibility, it's an opportunity to then show others, you know, guide, you know, lead, lead the path and be the guiding light towards like, hey, look at what's possible uh, if you just believe and remember, right? Like you said, so. Beautiful, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, so man. you you mentioned that dance is one of your biggest uh, forms of medicine, and man, I I, I sure, certainly witnessed that at uh, at Catalyst, <laughs> and then again at Church of Music when we ran into each other. What a beautiful <laughs> night that was, and and I'm just realizing, man, that ecstatic dance uh, experience at Catalyst really made me realize that like I fucking love to dance and like, that's okay. Like I, I always would be so afraid and self-conscious and like, how do I look and do I look silly? And now I just realize like, I don't care at all. And it feels so good. It doesn't even matter how you're moving your body. You're moving your body. <laughs> yeah. Man. So I'm, I'm just like, just so grateful for that. And just like, I'm just beginning, you know, just starting the uh, process with, with all of that stuff. But it's just like, how long have you been into that? How, how long has that been something of your like that you've been into just dancing and, you know, yeah. just letting loose? And yeah, man, you know, for the audience who's listening. Yeah, I saw Dr. Adrian dancing, too. Um, <laughs> hopefully you guys get to see it someday on a video or something. He's got the moves. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yeah, you. like, I've, I mean, I've been dancing my whole life. I've taken modern dance classes, uh, jazz, uh, ballet, tap. Uh, I was oh, a part wow. of the hip hop Okay, group. so you're a trained dancer. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was, I danced most of my life and I took hip hop in college. That was like my primary 
focus. I was like, ooh, I really like this hip hop thing. It, it gave me that swagger and, you know, so yeah. connected to, to basketball and lacrosse and, you know, the athlete essence that I was carrying at that time. Right. So I was really passionate about hip hop. Um, but it wasn't until, you know, like, I guess my my spiritual journey or, or my self development journey the last you know three years that I really began to unlock uh, dance as a form of medicine for me and truly understand you know with my understanding of the physical body that that you know this body ever since the day we're born and we come onto this planet it's always recording information you know and and as we grow and expand into into you know our human existence uh, every single part of the body is correlated to some aspect of life right and and so the brain has this map of of the physical body and all the thought correlations that come along with it and so anytime uh, for me you know i'm in some type of experience or i'm healing a trauma i can feel it and tune into it and be conscious of where is that located in my physical body mm-hmm. and 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 the dance you know is is the is the like the recognition it's the recognition of that trauma it's the recognition of that energy and then uh, it's up to the individual you know to like move that energy and liberate it from the body and and condition the body to a new mind um and then reach you know higher levels of of existence and and that's the healing process um that i've experienced through dance and you know i like to get like like slightly wild with it um and 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 really you know push the boundaries of who i am and explore new types of movement uh whether that's like primal movement flows or whether i'm attempting to like flip or or whatever it is you know like the more i move my body through space you know the the more i just like can clear my system and you know like we've said you know if our environment is truly a mirror reflecting how we're thinking and feeling and being then the more clear that i can be the more clear you know my life will be and and that's the process of dance and and, and movement and, and doing the work and yoga is the same way um it's yep. just a little bit yep. different but but it's all just you know such a powerful medicine and and people have known this you know since ancient times and uh why we got away from it i don't know um but yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to like continue to preach the good news about these things. And, and, you know, sometimes healing is difficult and, and, you know, that's why like people like you are here. So when people come into your office or, or when they want to come to your retreat or something, you can hold that space and be like, Hey, like, you know, I see you and I honor you and I respect you, like where you are. And, and, and I've been there usually, you know, I've learned a lot of times, like, what comes into my field is is like reflections for me things that i've I've worked on in the past um you can tell people like i know what that's like and and because of that i can take you where we need to go and and this is how we're going to do it and you can give them that process of of becoming their medicine um at their retreats or or by reading your new book um and and so because you can match tone with people in that sense uh, that's why you know people will really experience the healing because it works and then it's real definitely yeah man well said i agree and uh you know along with that obviously you can't just dance to i mean you can just dance to no music but the p- big part of that is the music you know and music really is medicine and i saw on your website as well you put the uh, chill step music is that are you into music production <laughs> as well and, and djing like that's pretty cool yeah you know you're you know um you know the great the great leaders alan watts Mm-hmm. and Ram Das, mm-hmm. you know, and these, these people, 
people who were really tuned in to the very battle for these things. And are you still there, man? Kind of like yeah, I lost you there for a second. You said Alan Watts and Ram Dass. Yeah, you know, these people who have who have really um, been connected to like the bigness of, of all that is happening on the planet. Mm-hmm. And they could speak about it in a very simple and, and grounded way and and bring it full circle to where by the end of it, you know, people's like neurons in their brain are just like firing and wiring and all these new ways of being like, wow, like this makes so much sense. This yeah. person's coming from a space of love. It feels so good in my body. I have to adopt these principles and these teachings. And right. so I feel like that's what they've done. And 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 it, they're not here anymore, you know, and, and I'm super passionate about those kinds of things. And so uh, they like all their teachings and their recordings are a part of this uh, music genre called chill step. Okay. Um, a lot of people will create like a chill step, which is like a slow, calming, like EDM playlist. And they'll put like Alan Watts voice over it or Ram Dass's voice over it. And, right. and it'll be like this, like super dope playlist of music and, and motivational speaking. And so I created a, a chill step album um, where it's basically like a, a chill step a remix, electronic remix of Alan Watts and Ram Dass's voiceover and my voiceover. So it's almost like during this album, I'm having a direct conversation with Alan Watts and Ram Dass, who are not physically here on this planet, you know, but they're here in, in other uh, in other essences and in other ways. Um, and so I'm I'm listening to them and getting to reflect back to them, like how what they're saying is connected to the state of the world here and now. Um, and so, yeah, it's just like another creative project of mine, you know, for me to express and, and play and have fun. Uh, yeah, you can find it on my website, YouTube. Um, awesome. take a listen yeah it's super fun awesome yeah that's cool i didn't get a chance to to listen to it yet but i just wanted to ask about it because uh honestly i didn't know that that's what it was called but i love that kind of music i've heard it of course and yeah huge fan mm-hmm. and um i just keep hearing more and more of it coming out so i don't think it's it's going anywhere it's i think it's going to just keep getting more you know mm-hmm. alan watts and ram Dass are only one of the many you know teachers that we can grab some audio samples from so that's that's pretty cool man especially with your uh you know words in there as well i can't wait to listen to it that's awesome yeah man thank you yeah um so you mentioned uh you know traveling a lot into different places i also am a huge fan of of travel i've been lucky enough to travel to a lot of different places around the world and um i think it's it's so important and so impactful on many levels um but what have been some of your favorites like what's really stood out to you from your experiences and and out there in the world Mm -hmm. yeah so i spent about six months in tulum mexico Mm. Uh, tulum you know in in my perspective is a big hub for entrepreneurs and for influencers and it's a it's a pretty big like spiritual mecca Mm. you know down in mexico uh they're super connected to to plant medicine they're super connected to the mayans Mm -hmm. you know i got a chance to go to chichen itza which is one of the Mm -hmm. seven wonders of the world so that was a super cool experience very magical place i did breath work you know under these big pyramids and just you know blasting myself open uh so that was super nice 
Um, and I think one thing Tulum did for me, like I said, it was, it was really my first trip outside the United States uh, in my entire family line. You know, nobody in my family has really traveled and, and lived somewhere. And I was writing my book during this process. Um, but, you know, one thing that travel does for me is it creates new patterns in my brain. And, mm-hmm. and because of that, it brings me, you know, new experiences and new people and places and things that, you know, really have always been waiting for my arrival because the brain wants new things. It wants change. It wants all that stuff to happen. Right. And I, I, I just love travel for that reason. And, you know, I've, I haven't been to Europe and I, and I haven't been to, uh, you know, Australia and, and places like that. I'm, I'm new to travel. So I'm excited to continue to mm-hmm. travel and, and enjoy like the expansion and, and the healing and, and just the radical growth that happens like through travel. And, and I don't think if it wasn't for travel, I, I wouldn't have like written so many books and then I wouldn't have, have really been connected to like my mission now. Uh, that's, you know, I feel like I do my best job to be heart centered and, and connected to the earth, you know, to protect this planet and, and to connect with people like you who are pushing this vision for a greater world. Um, and if it wasn't for travel, like, you know, that wouldn't really be a part of me. And so I'm just grateful, honestly, for the travel and, and all the new connections that it creates in my brain. And it, and it lays, you know, pathways for a new experience to come into my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, it's like whatever you can do, do if it's somewhere else in the part of different in the country that you've never been, you know, it's like do what you can with what you have. Right. You know, if it's somewhere, you know, internationally that you can go wherever it is. But that's awesome that you you in a way kind of like broke a, you know, generational pattern in your family. And you're like, nope, <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm going outside of the country. And I, I commend you for that. Nice. Nice work yeah. there. Yeah. That's- yeah. Yeah, you know, that, that kind of stuff, it has to be done, you know, if we're going to evolve as a human species, like those kinds of things need to happen. And it might not be travel for everybody, but, you know, we all have these these ancestral uh, codes that are in our DNA that that are creating the same patterns of thinking and feeling and being, you know, generation after generation after generation. And it looks like different things for everybody. Um, but that healing is necessary, you know, and it's it's part of, you know, a lot of what we've already talked about. You know? It's yeah. part of that work, you know, and when it comes through just, you know, enjoying self-love and travel is one way to to do that uh, in order to, to heal it and, and to feel it, you know, because the key to healing is feeling. And, and so what an honor to to travel and, and to be able to travel and to feel so deeply, you know, into different emotions. And I hope everyone gets to experience more travel and, and just, you know, more feeling in their life. It's, mm. it's so mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. The healing is in the feeling. I love that. That's absolutely true. I love that. Um, so what, tell me about your second and your third book. You said you have three. Yeah. Yeah. The, the second book is called Utopian Medicine. Um, it's more That's of like a okay medicine all about. Yeah, it's interesting. So that, that one's more of like a, a textbook, uh, type of format. And, and I designed it that way to, to really be like a, a source for people to gather information who are not so new to this world of, of healing and science and spirituality. And, uh, you know, utopian societies have been talked about since the beginning of time, you know, and and modern day thought leaders are still talking about them today, you know, a utopian society, like, what is that, you know, Mm -hmm. the most ideal world. Uh, And, 
I think, you know, no matter what culture or religion or, or race or ethnicity or ancient scriptures we look at, they're all like aligned on a lot of similar topics. And so Utopian Medicine, my, my second book, really dives into those topics and those concepts. Like what are these utopian concepts of life and how do people not search for them in the outside world, but create them? you know, inside of themselves and then, right. and then witness a utopia, you know, show up in their life with, with right. the people that they meet and the things that they're doing. And, and, and that entire essence uh, is being broadcasted from the very center of who they are. And life has no choice, but to reflect that back to them. And so in my time of, you know, recreating who I was, you know, after leaving traditional healthcare, uh, I've seen it, you know, and I'm constantly seeing it more and more and more every day. Uh, and it's a beautiful experience. And so, you know, I say, like, when is that time when, when we stop searching for these utopian societies? And when is it when is it the time to create those like societies like within ourselves? Yep. And whatever that is, you know, for the individual and then, you know, witness that in the world. And then if we all do that and if I mean, if we can all change our body and our minds and our spirit by thinking that we can't. You know, that's what the latest studies in epigenetics are showing us. Yep. And then that means we can change the whole world by thinking that we can, because it's all a reflection of us. And if enough of us can do that, you know, it's only a matter of time until we see massive changes on the global scale. Um, mm -hmm. And people, you know, they've told me that, you know, I'm so positive and, and, and woo woo for thinking this stuff, uh, you know, and, and I just tell them like, you know, just, just watch, like, just watch. There, there's a rapid reorganization happening on the planet every single day, you know, yep. at the large scale and at the micro scale. And, and if people are tuned into that, then like the world's going to keep changing and, and, it, and it can be no other way. And, and the children, you know, are, are pushing that vision. You know, they're, they're so incredible. They're I mean, they're closer to the source, right? Their level of presence is, is, is more playful and it's, and it's more connected to like, the the intelligence of of life you know yep. so um, just like creating these frameworks and and these pathways for the children to really come in and and, and shake things up and and make this world a better place like for all of us uh, and and i think if we can create like a framework of of a utopia you know in the world uh, for them to come in and actually like you know put these things into place yeah, I, th I think we're going to see incredible things like in our, in our lifetime, in our generation. Oh, yeah, I agree for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's that, that famous philosopher quote, as within, so without, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. stop worrying about the outside, worry about your inner self, and then the outer world just reflects that. So yeah, beautiful. That's, that's awesome. Um, what about the third one? Uh, the third book? Um... Oh, and then in the second book, I talk a lot about like the neuroscience of psychedelics and, and, uh -huh. and all that kind of stuff, too. So I'm, I'm sure you will love that, you know, and it would be really, really connected to like this new business that you're creating. And, yep. and you're going to impact so many people with that. So yeah, yep. I'm excited to see that. And um, yeah, just just see that come to life because it's, it's so needed on this planet. And there's big people like, you know, uh, decriminalized nature and, and maps, you know, who are doing a lot of research in, in these fields. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool to see all that coming together. Uh, sure. And then, so yeah, the, the third book is called To Infinity and Beyond the Mirror. Uh, so it's a little bit of like a, a play on words from, from Toy Story, you uh -huh. know, like 
I don't know, it just came through naturally in like a very playful way. And, and in that book, I talk a lot about just like love and uh, human perception and the beautiful present moment, really. It, it's that one was more of like a passion project of mine of really diving into like, you know, topics that a lot of people don't know about, like uh, studying the dimensions and densities of life and uh, more about quantum physics and time and space and, and you know, what those things are and uh, really breaking it down at like the smallest level in a grounded way for people to understand. And, uh, again, for me, you know, that one was super healing as well. You know, the writing process, it's so healing to, to put these concepts and ideas into words. Uh-huh. Um, and let that stuff come through and and yeah so that book was was like a passion project of mine it's still super interesting it's the smaller of the three uh but it, it's pretty packed with with a lot of like intense like very heady like um, powerful information you know if people want to want to read about that kind of stuff cool yeah sounds awesome they all sound awesome i'll definitely check them all out can't wait to read yeah, them. thank you uh, so much yeah of course um so you mentioned psychedelics there. We got to go into that topic since that's something I talk about with a lot of people on here. What's been your personal experiences with them? Whatever you're, you know, open to sharing, how, how have they impacted you? How do you feel about all of that? Um, and, the, and there's the movement going on here. Obviously, you're a supporter, but, you know, for personal experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, yeah, you know, first, I think I'll talk about like, my perspective of like you know what is a psychedelic experience you know and and how does someone you know like experience one of those well i think a psychedelic experience is uh, when an individual does something you know or ingest uh, you know a plant or or some substance um, or you know engages with breath work or yoga or really anything uh, that collapses time and space enough into the present moment and it allows them to you know, trip or in another sense, reorganize mm. what is possible and, and reorganize the connections in the brain and in the body. And, and in doing so, uh, reorganizes their life. And yep. uh, there's a lot of feeling and a lot of, you know, intense emotions that can come through in that process. Um, but, you know, so I think psychedelic experiences, um, they can happen in a lot of different ways. And it, and it doesn't need to come from a substance, you right. know, uh, so I definitely want to make that clear for people, you know, like the yoga and, and the meditation and, and, you know, again, Dr. Joe Dispenza, you know, he's doing great work showing people uh, the power of, of, of the mind body connection and, and how we can actually like release DMT, you know, just from natural means. And then by our natural awareness, you know, by squeezing the pelvic floor and, and moving this energy up the spine and mm-hmm. compressing the crystals that are in the pineal gland uh, to really open the mind up to a whole new world. And, and that's, that's a, that's the, the psychedelic experience. Um, and substances can also do it, you know, substances when, when ingested in a very intentional mm-hmm. way, uh, the intention is, is, is like the direction, you know, of, of the trip, and like the, the emotional charge is, is like the engine of the trip, of the trip, you know? Mm-hmm. So when, when intention is coupled with the elevated emotion, I, you know, psychedelics can be so healing and, and they can be so powerful, you know, in a lot of different ways, and yeah. whether that's, you know, like psilocybin, you know, ingested through, through mushrooms or mm-hmm. in other means teas uh, mm-hmm. or more of the intense medicines like evoca and, and peyote and ayahuasca uh, 
it, I think it's all, it's all super powerful and it can all be used for, for greater levels of healing. And, you know, as long as it's not doing harm to the physical body, uh, it's, it's super powerful because again, these plants were given to us for reasons, you know, and, right. and most even prescriptions nowadays have some type of, uh, like, like derivative, um, from a plant, you know, right. Obviously it has all this other like stuff in it yep. um, that causes a little bit of incoherence in the body. Um, mm -hmm. But they're derived from plants. And so, you know, I think psychedelics are one way that, that humanity is reconnecting to that natural essence of, of plants medicine and, and how powerful it can be used, you know, for growth and, and healing and, and really, you know, like peace and love and unity. Like if you ask the festival scene um, and, yep. Yeah, I can definitely back that as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned, you know, some of these pharmaceuticals can cause some, you know, a little incoherence or or a lot of incoherence. I mean, imagine they've never even done studies on the poly polypharmacy and how all of like, you know, five, six, seven pharmaceutical drugs that the average American is taking. How are all those interacting? They don't even know. They're just like, ah, you'll be fine. <laughs> And it's like, man, talk about coherence in the heart mind. Uh, that's a foreign concept for a lot of people. And it's like, you can't really blame them because their bodies are being overtaken by this synthetic, you know, not coherent, very incoherent uh, substance. So it's like they're fighting quite a upstream battle. And, you know, that's where it's like the compassion and and you know holding space for people where they are because that's where that is where a lot of people are and you know to, to expect someone like that to go from you know um hey you're taking seven pharmaceuticals a day to now you know eat all organic and do yoga and meditate all day it's like that's that's like a pretty big jump you know <laughs> it's it's like sometimes you need to you know one step at a time um but some but a lot of people are like hey I know I don't feel good on these things. There's got to be a different way. There has to be other ways of healing. And then they go searching down the path. So it's just, you know, it's so interesting. You mentioned incoherence because it's like, well, yeah, how, how could you, you know, I, I just, I can't even imagine. I'm, I'm pretty on the extreme of, of, you know, anti-pharmaceutical, anti, you know, like we really don't, like there's a time and place. Like if I get in a car accident, you know, take me to the hospital, the surgeries, the drugs, whatever. But for anything else, you know, chronic disease, there's there's always another way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's you're right, man. Like, you know, and, and I'm not I'm not anti anything really yeah. in life. I, I would say I'm, I'm pro choice. You know, mm -hmm. I'm pro love. I'm, I'm pro uh compassion and so mm -hmm. what really i'm passionate about is people educating themselves and right. becoming more conscious of the words that are on the documents that they're signing you know before they take the prescriptions and and really doing the work to educate themselves or to feel safe within themselves and asking their physician like do you know what this is doing to me or are you just giving this to me like for other reasons and so I, i'm just really all about like you know holding that space like I, I want people to become more conscious and and if my my intuition is right in in that process people will discover for themselves the things that you're saying right now you know and and then they can choose you know from from that point from that 
point forward yep. you know how do they want to respond and, and and what do they want to do and and how how does uh, you know these these prescriptions or how do these prescriptions and and medications and and vaccines really affect their physical body um, and and is that what they want you know uh, because you know if if someone is making the decision for someone else again it's it's not really coming from an internal space um, so I just I like to keep it so open that that people can educate themselves and 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 learn for themselves. You know a lot of the things that that you're talking about. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. You know the the science shows. Uh, it will honestly I I think you know the science shows both sides. And and just because of that, you know I, I just don't see how someone can can engage uh, in prescriptions. You know if there's any slight possibility that that's causing harm to the physical body. Uh, and again, if, if everything we say is true and, and, and this physical body is a reflection of our life, then they're causing harm to their life as well. And, and it hurts my heart to, to see that and hear that. And, you know, I've taken medications before, acne medications, antibiotics, you know, a lot of different things. I was on uh, ADHD medication at one point in my life. I was taking a lot of Adderall and, mm. and things. Um, and so I've been there, you know, and, and, and I know how it's, I, I know what the life is like, you know, on the other side and, and how clear things can be, you know, when, when an individual's off medications. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people out there who are, who are really doing a lot of research, you know, because at the end of the day, like humanity wants to, uh, like feel safe in all the decisions that they're making. Right. And so I think the research, you know, like always with science, it will reach a point to where we don't know where all, all signs point towards possibility, you know, right. and that's where quantum physics comes in. Um, mm. But, but I think science is a good way to at least, you know, create a framework for people to just enough, you know, for them to, to realize that there's another way. And um, yeah, I think to, to bring that full circle, you know, psychedelics and, and all these other practices of, of doing the work and yoga and, and breath work and all of that, you know, is the way. And, and, and I know that because I've lived it and uh, there's no way that I would ever, you know, get vaccinated or, or take a medication or, or anything like that. Um, because I just know, you know, what it does to my physical body. And, and so I'm grateful that for that freedom, for that, that health freedom to be able to make those choices for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well said. And, you know, I, I can come off, I guess, a little too strong sometimes with my language, but I'm not anti, I guess I'm just more on the other side of my beliefs. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's about education. And it's about autonomy, right? Freedom to make yeah. these choices. And if you do have the choice to say, no, no, I don't want that in my body, I still want to be able to go to concerts and restaurants and travel and whatever, but that's being limited. And it's, you know, it's just, there's a lot of fear out there, man. That's what's dominating the mainstream, right? And we need to like <laughs> step out of that fear and back into love. And that's that whole paradigm shift, right? Of like into the whole quantum physics realm of like what is really possible? What what is what is this existence about? You know, going away from the Newtonian physics and the materialism um that the, our bodies are machines and parts and we're broken and we need things you know outside of us to mm -hmm. like we are whole and healing is possible and you know like yeah. <laughs> literally it's we're yeah. magical beings 
yeah, man, that, that's what it is. And, and that's like the best way to look at this, you know, because there's nothing that anybody can say, you know, about self-love. Like I love myself so much that I'm not going to let my skin, which is like the last boundary of like who I am and the external world, like be penetrated by like, you know, a sharp needle. Like, like I don't want to hurt my physical body. Like I love myself so much and I have to do that for myself. And, and I think, you know, if we can all just embody more of that, like radical self-love, like, you know, it's really like, you know, what can people say to us? And, you know, and, and it's really nothing, you know, it's like I'm projecting my free will and, and, and what feels best for me, you know, and what feels best for me is, is for me to like have my skin fully intact at all, in all moments, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. It's just like really having compassion and, and self-love for like ourselves and, and honoring ourselves in this process. And yeah, you know, I know you're, you're not using any violent language, but I'm like, dude, yeah, like, let's go, let it roar. Like, you know, that's what spaces are, are like for these, that's what spaces like this uh, are for, you know, for us to have these difficult conversations and, mm-hmm. and yeah. And, and, you know, I'm excited for you to, to get a microphone, you know, and, and to speak on more stages and, and where you can really like let it fly and talk about these things that matter. Yeah, no, I I think that uh, that's definitely in my future. I've never done a public speech, but it's time, man. It's time. And I know that uh, I have it in me and I have a lot to say. And so, yeah, I guess, uh, like I said, you're just a few steps ahead of me. So I'm grateful to to have you as a as an inspiration, man. I thank you once again. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've been talking here for a while and I don't want to keep you too long, but something that, you know, I don't know that much about, but it's fascinating to me. And I just want to keep digging deeper, but talk about quantum physics a little bit more. Like what's your understanding of that? And just this whole realm and, you know, what, like pick a little, you know, maybe topic of that. Obviously we could talk about that for hours and hours, but Mm -hmm. you know, talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. You know, quantum physics, uh, it's a lot, it's, it's difficult to explain. Most people explain quantum physics through like uh, a few certain examples that allow people to grasp like the concepts. Mm-hmm. So I think quantum physics, one of the biggest studies ever in quantum physics is the double slit experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, researchers started to uh, fire light particles uh, from this beam, you know, at this giant whiteboard to, to see where these light particles started to scatter. And um, in doing so, they, they started to notice patterns in in these light particles and how they were displayed on on this canvas you know um and so there was two slits there and and they were wondering like how can like one uh like you know one hit of light uh, travel through both slits at the same exact time and so they put a camera there and they started to observe these light particles and they were like what is going on like beyond time and space that are that are causing these light particles to to act in this way you know it was like blowing their minds and what they found when they started to you know observe and and put their awareness on these particles is that the particles actually behaved as a wave and 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 so that teaches us that you know before we put our awareness on something it's it's in the quantum you know it's it's everything we can't see it or taste it or touch it or smell it um it's not physically here but but it's it's there in another sense you know and then once we put our awareness on it again it collapses that time and space and brings it to life in this physical reality and so you know quantum physics is is explaining a lot of 
what you know ancient thought leaders and gurus have known for quite some time that there's a land beyond time and space that we can't explain and it's in it's in that land that a lot of magic or or the supernatural experiences or you know incredible things can happen and uh, yeah so, so that's like the most like simple um experiment that that i know about uh, there's plenty plenty more there's you know the schrodinger cat experiment there's, right right there's yeah there's a there's a lot more um but essentially you know quantum physics is is explaining things uh, or at least it's the closest thing to um explaining the very edges of, of science and spirituality uh, and i'm super passionate about it and it's constantly growing and evolving and uh, I'm not. I'm not a quantum uh, physicist, right. uh, but I'm. I'm definitely a, you know a fan of the work, and, and I'll always you know preach it because it's a part of me because I've lived it and, and I've seen it and mm-hmm. and I breathe it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Would you say it's kind of a scientific way of explaining how like miraculous, instantaneous healings can happen and all these types of things that are like, oh, what we don't know what happened, but the cancer just disappeared. It's not in the body anymore. Like we can't explain it. Like that kind of stuff is what quantum physics is explaining how it happened. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah, man, that's much more to come on that field. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. It can be no other way, you know, like the human existence and the human species is always striving, you know, to find that next thing. And so, yeah, it's just a matter of time until you know, we discover more things. And what that looks like, you know, I'm not sure, but I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, awesome, man. What um, parting message do you have for the audience here? What would you like to leave them with? Something to kind of <laughs> contemplate and meditate on? Uh, what, what's, uh, what would you like to leave us with? Yeah, man. I, I really just want everybody to know, you know, like how invincible they are. And, and that they can always reorganize, you know, what is possible from the inside out. And it doesn't take anything outside of themselves. And, and with that in mind, like, I, I just, I love everybody, you know, who's listening to this. And, and, and I want them to know that I, that I see them and that I acknowledge them and that I respect them. And, and uh, if anyone wants to, to connect with me, um, you can go to my website. It's just www.drevanjohnson.com. That's D-R-E-V-A-N-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. Uh, you can find me on there. I have some free resources on there, free eBooks. I have a, a free um, calculator that I'm coming out with uh, pretty soon to track a brand new data set called the Conscious Footprint, which is correlating heart rate variability and the powerful carbon footprint together to show people how the inner world is reflected in the outer world um, through this data set. So uh, you can find information on my website. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm not on social media. It's so good for the dopamine levels of my brain. And so if you want to find me uh, online, you can go to my website. That's the easiest way to do it. And yeah, I, I look forward to hearing from everybody. Awesome, man. Yeah, thank you so much. And I just want to mention I'm doing a social media detox this month. And man, let me tell you, dopamine, you're so right about that. Wow. I realized how many times I went to my phone for that little dopamine hit. And I'm like, Oh, shit. It's, it's, yeah. it's pretty awakening. Yeah. So spot. It's so real. Like, it's so real. I've been I've been off social media for uh, almost 
a year and a half now. Wow. And at first it was super intense, you know, I, I was you know, feeling a lot of emotions, you know, becoming more conscious of, wow, like when I'm feeling uncomfortable, like I would go to my phone or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. But yeah, it's definitely created a whole new world uh, for me, you know, in my life by being off of it for so long. And, and I wouldn't have been able to create what I have created, you know, uh, in any other way. So I don't plan on going back anytime soon. Awesome, man. Wow. Amazing. And I think you're one of, of many and there's going to be more of that. I think this whole social media thing has been this weird experiment that, you know, it's not going to be here forever. I don't think so. In that in this form, at least so. Uh, but awesome, man It's really great having you on uh, much more to come. I really appreciate you and grateful for you. And I love you, bro. All right, man. I love you, too. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see you. Oh, 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 oh,